Welcome to the 48th episode of In The Vitrine. We are very awkward because we are trying to record a video. Yes. <laughs> but yes, welcome. And today we are going to be talking about buying Taobao. things. Yeah, yeah Taobao. <laughs> and AliExpress, which is my favorite platform to use actually. Um, yeah, so Danny, do you buy things from Taobao? Not really, but I thought it would be interesting to explore these because mm-hmm. especially in this part of the world, um, we use platforms like Taobao and AliExpress which are direct to consumer mm-hmm. from the factory or from the wholesaler, which is a very, um, it's something that could only happen because of technology, right? It's like yeah. it wouldn't have been possible 20 years ago unless you went straight to the factory and no way are they going to just let you buy one item. They're going to make you buy a thousand pieces. Mm. So I feel like it's a really interesting and new concept for for shopping and for reaching the customer from the factory. Um, but at the same time, we will talk about all the different um, things that happen with this, right? All, all these nuances of shopping in this method. Yeah, I mean, I'm a personal user of Taobao and AliExpress and I love it. And actually, if you... Take a look at my earrings I'm wearing today. Well, if you're listening to the podcast version, then you can't. Um, and of course, all of you are listening to the podcast version because we are still too afraid to put out the videos. But anyway, I'm wearing these like really nice star earrings um, today and they are from AliExpress and they are really well-priced. I mean, they're like one to two US dollars. And they're so sparkly and beautiful. Yeah, they are really nice. I had, yeah, But they do look like something I had when I was... Like a few years ago, like they they are very nineties. They're like this falling, like this silver stars that are, like hundreds of them put together yeah. into a long chain. I feel like if we were really doing this as a video, what we would do is like those Taiwanese variety shows where you would then zoom in on the oh, earrings yeah. and they have and then the, we'll have like our face, the yeah, expressions, and they have the glistening kind of like graphics, you know, on the earrings. So okay, note to self, that's what we're gonna do when we do a video <laughs> cast. Um, yeah, but I really, you know find it very fun to go to AliExpress or Taobao. And the trick to getting good stuff is to know what to search for. The right keywords, right? So yes. another specific thing about AliExpress, well, I don't know about AliExpress, but I know for Taobao, you definitely need to understand Mandarin or to what some friends of mine have done is to have their favorite terms translated mm. so that they can just type it in. And recently, one of my friends who speaks no Mandarin whatsoever she says she just puts an image of something she likes and then does an image search on Taobao wow so I thought this was really interesting how you know language barriers kind of are totally erased even in that Mm. way with this way of like searching for things via image which is I guess what a lot of fashion technology is trying to do right trying to get like link everything on the internet so well so that if you see an image of something you can shop for it or you take a picture of somebody on the street and then you can take a photo of their shoe and then find it online through algorithms and AI. Yeah, actually that reminded me of this other platform that I tried using before long ago called G Market. I don't even know it. It's a Korean one. I, I Yeah, so know. obviously I don't know Korean at all. Um, yeah. But I remember that I used to follow this person called um, Shini Park. And she had a, well, she has a website called parkandcube.com. And she did this tutorial for how to find things on Gmarket. Oh, wow. So it's like she kind of deciphered, you know, like from page to page. Like she screen, she had screenshots of 
the steps you'll go through as you go into G Market. And she's like, okay, this is what you input here, this is what you input there, and then how do you like buy the stuff? And then at some point in time, it becomes easy to get the things because once you zoom in on a particular image that you like, right, that shows a product that you like, then you're like, okay, yes, I want to buy that. And to click like buy now and to input your address and credit card information, that's quite intuitive. You know, you, you kind of see the symbols and like the way they order the information and you would know where to put what. So, I mean, as you can tell, I have been trying to like spend as little money as possible on fashion for as long as I can. Um, and I think another thing about using such platforms is that you need to QC it, right? You need to kind of like do quality control. So it's not a given that anything you buy will be like amazing. Yeah, we've yeah. seen all those memes of like expectation versus reality and like garments that have no size. Yeah. yeah. No, but the thing is, I feel sometimes when I look at those, I'm just like, are you kidding me? I mean, wouldn't you have seen like the reviews or like, you know, the, you know, how many stars it is? Like, is it 4.9? Is it, if it's 2.5, you know, out of 5, I mean, come on, don't order from there, right? Like, everyone can understand the star, star system is not language-based. It's like, symbol-based. Maybe they were the first customer. Okay, maybe the first customer. So, <laughs> note to self, also, do don't not be, be a first, first customer. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I recently went on like a um, jewelry shopping spree where I just like searched for, you know, all the keywords. And I mean, just to like share my experience, what was I searching for? I was searching for things like um, pearl, cuff, uh, ear cuff, or like earring bar. Um, what else did I search for? I think like crystals, things like that, you know, things that I knew that I wanted to wear. And you know what amazes me each time is that when I find these things that I want to wear, I remember seeing them on like other blog shops or like other mm. like Instagram platform sellers wow. and they've like mucked it up so much such that I'm just like, should I start a business selling these things? <laughs> because I think I have an eye here and like, I wouldn't mark it up so much. I'm not sure. Yeah, but that's always <laughs> that's a thought what I they have. they all say that yeah. they wouldn't mark it up so much. I know, but you know, we really need to earn income yeah. on the side so this this whole well Taobao at least mm. um started in 2003 so actually it's been already 17 years of having this platform and it has evolved so much mm -hmm. since then and been replicated and developed by different people but it seems to really flourish here i suppose like in in southeast asia and in asia in general yeah i think there are a lot of middle people like buying and selling these things and at some point people realize like hey these are sourced from somewhere mm. and guess what i can source also for myself because it's just about knowing where to look and what keywords to have and having the patience to like just scour through the page yeah. um search results so i mean for aliexpress it's um similar to taobao as we were talking about that and i think aliexpress is friendlier because you can use english to navigate the website mm. and it is based in china it's owned by the alibaba group um yeah. it launched in 2010 so about the same time oh yeah yeah well, yeah a few years after but i mean they would have developed since then mm. i have a really bad experience with either Alibaba or AliExpress actually. Oh, so okay. coming from a designer point of view, like so when we had mashup, we had one of these uh, printed shorts and I found the exact product image on AliExpress. No. Yeah, they were like, um, they put some other keywords. I forgot how we found it. Either we found it or a friend found it and they sent it to us. So I wrote an email, like the most like, 
legal sounding <laughs> jargon nonsense I could come out and I was like could you take down that image and and then they're like oh sorry sorry uh, but we can manufacture for you also oh. if you want <laughs> like, so they they're never missing an opportunity to make business yeah and I guess it's that right like if you are a, I mean on one hand the person who buys things on these platforms might not be the same customer that buys things on from a smaller designer mm. um but i think where it gets like a bit dodgy is when the young designer doesn't make a sale because that other person is taking um yeah. and we've spoken a bit about like copyright laws in in fashion and yeah. before that mm. you don't need to change a lot for it to really True. be considered a new product and you know this reminds me of the idea that sometimes people buy the fake item without knowing it's a fake item you know mm-hmm. so imagine if it's me and i'm just like oh you know going through aliexpress and i'm like wow that thing is so beautiful i want to buy it it's only like two us dollars or something yeah. and i'm like so happy and i buy it without knowing that actually it came originally from a designer and the designer is selling it for like a much higher, higher price. original price yeah. um because my entry into knowing that product is actually through aliexpress or through taobao yes so there are some genuine mistakes that are made right sometimes and yeah yeah. but it also shows that like to be a designer now you have to offer a lot more than like sometimes it seems like the physical product is not enough right or Mm. that the physical product really has to be so outstanding and different that it cannot be replicated yeah. Um. Or that it feels different to to the person who tries it on in the shop versus like the one who mm. buys it. However, as we say this, like they are not all replicas. Like Taobao is more like a platform. It's not really a like a a one stop for everything. It's not a supermarket, right? And so within Taobao, there's students have shown me like independent designers mm-hmm. that sell there as well. Yeah. It's quite interesting how a platform really is innocent, right? It's like what is who yeah. how the people choose to use it. Exactly. And it's about how different people use it in different ways. You know, like producers use it in, for different reasons and then the consumers go looking for different things as well. Um, and I mean, like it or not, it's just a platform to get, it's just a platform, right? Yeah. It is not in itself right or wrong and yeah. it's about how people use it and then how people are then receptive towards it or not. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first um, came to teach at La Salle, then I used to ask the students like, oh gosh, you're wearing something very nice, where do you get it from? They'd be like, oh yeah, I got it from Taobao, it's so amazing. And I'm just like, yes, please help me buy. <laughs> because you don't want to go through all that work to find something similar. And they already had have, have everything bookmarked, like which um, wow. seller is good, which yeah. is not good. And I used to have a whole like browser of tabs for wow. this. Um, but you know, as the years go by, they change as well. So oh. then at some point in time, you're just like, okay, never mind. You have to start all over again. Yeah. Because yeah. there's like trends even yeah. within that space, right? That's, exactly. That's why certain um, objects will come out higher yeah. on the search list. Um, but yeah, I just think it's such a specific thing to this area. Like mm-hmm. I, I really don't think that many people in like, I don't know, America or Europe would know about these platforms or like shop in this way i don't know maybe they have their equivalent yeah like yeah. a middle person that yeah i'm not sure but i'm also thinking about like how these things are marketed on the website so yes. um let's say if you think about clothing i remember when i was like talk about crazy um you know it would always be the same like wave like girls like you know very thin oh, and yes. very pale and like they look like they have some plastic surgery i'm sorry but if they did <laughs> even if it's not real even if it's like via makeup that they look that way but it always looked like the same kind of person was 
modeling the clothes, you know, so like ambiguously like Chinese or Korean or Japanese. No, not Japanese, Jap- Chinese or Korean kind of look. And then they're always like in urban settings, right? Like sitting in cafes, walking down the street. Yeah. Um, yeah, in some kind of like concrete uh, jungle kind <laughs> so, of thing. So funny. Which is really interesting because then you realize also that obviously there are narratives going on here. It's not just kind of like, oh, wholesaler, and then they're just like, here, this is the product. True. Because they realize that they need to differentiate themselves from the others, right? I mean, if you're just going to have a piece of garment, it's not going to work. Yeah. You're not going to get the business in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. And I remember from the sellers that I like to buy from, it's also about information. So if you give me like the measurements properly. Yeah, that's true. Then I'll be like, okay, <laughs> legit. Okay, I can measure myself and I can buy something. I feel more confident about it. But definitely when you receive the item, sometimes it just doesn't look as polished. Obviously, they use like filter, like editing of the images and whatnot. And sometimes the materials can come and it can be really rough. But I've also had pleasant surprises, so it's hard to tell. Maybe yeah. I, I guess that's why also people still like would buy the more expensive version from a second reseller because mm. that person would have hopefully tried out like the five different star earrings and then found the best seller for the star earring. Yeah. And I wonder if all of them have the same source or whether there are different factories who see one image and then like for example they see um I don't know this cage shoe and then they all replicate it but in their own technique and way and then yeah. it's about finding that one reseller that at uh, one factory that does it the way that you like it i don't know yeah and i'm also wondering also like i mean these come from factories that obviously would have manufactured other like the proper brands yeah. shoes or something and they would then have the formula to do it and if they just tweak an element or like yeah. you uh, do a different colorway then they could legitimately sell it on, right? Yeah, it would be amazing for it. to find those yeah. factories. They probably will not be allowed by law to say, uh, put a stamp there mm. that, oh yeah, we manufacture for so and yeah. so. And I, I must say that like, sometimes I really enjoy how the middle person um, really zhuzhes up the the original <laughs> product and yeah. then like sell it to, to us. And even though I know that I could buy it probably for much less if I were to have the mind to go and look for it on Taobao or AliExpress or G Market, whatever platform it is. But I delight in like the extra bits that they do. Mm. And then, you know, I also like the fact that I don't have to order and wait for a long, long time because they already ordered it. Oh, yes. And then you just have to like order it and buy it very quickly because it's not like a pre-order, but like ready stock. Yeah. My mm. sister is a huge fan of like, like I, I told her that, oh, one of my students has this spam... Um, iPod case and do you think you can help me find it and then she found me like tons of cute super cute iPod um, cases Mm -hmm. and she just like like she just loves I think it's almost like the process is also fun for her to kind of like scour all these things and then find things for the family or for her friends and then like give it to them like it's like the labor the the it's not just the cost the value is also in the labor of of love of finding these yeah, things exactly of sourcing yeah of being kind of like a personal shopper almost <laughs> you know of like training your eye of being a buyer yeah right on like a less in a less official capacity yeah. but like a buyer yeah yeah and i think it's something that has always happened is just that the like how easy it was to procure these objects from straight from the factory was a lot harder before so 
I mean, all those little shops in yeah. Scape or, you know, when teenagers start their own little businesses, they always would, it's about finding an object that is desirable and a good price so that when you um, mark it up, the price is still like something that people would buy. Yeah. So a lot of like life lessons that you can learn just from starting a, a shop like that. Yeah, so there are definitely lower barriers to entry now. And um, if there's a will, there's a way. I'm sure it could have been done before as well. But now it's like you can really do it quite easily. Um, if you know where to look, if you have the time and um, the motivation to do it. So I think fundamentally, we really enjoy, you know, all the plethora of choices that are available. And um, we also appreciate all the middle kind of people that buy from these sources and then present it to us in an edited yeah. Um, clean, fun, ready stock, no need to pre-order and wait for a long time way. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that's really fun. And I guess that's what fashion is, right? To have fun with. Um, yeah, nothing even the business, even the business um, aspect of the of of how of selling fashion is, it can it, it's so dynamic and yeah. it can change and it's yeah it adds on value and different types of value and fun too the products not just an object yeah well we had a very much more optimistic like talk about this than i thought we would oh that's true yeah, yeah. at first we were like oh hmm, what's bad about it and honestly i'm quite <laughs> i'm quite open to it because it, like you say that like, every time i ask students where they shop they they do buy on taobao and yeah we are always talking about fast fashion and sustainability but at the same time mm, it's not like any other choices do do um they all have their bad points and their good points yeah and it does it is also very valuable to express oneself and to like you know find little things that bring joy so exactly and i just remember like this morning we had consultations for dissertations with the final year students and some of the students i'm supervising are thinking about like um dressing practices you know so like how do you dress yourself how do you negotiate your wardrobe you know and all the factors that come into play like not only the narrative you want to tell but also you know things like climatic um, conditions yeah. your budget which is super important yeah and let's face it not everyone has like a great big budget to spend on exactly. like luxury items yeah. and you know we all like to have fun with it and if we're just working the best way we know how negotiating all these concerns like sustainability and things like that and, you know, it's not as um, straightforward as just like, well, I'm always buying from Taobao or I'm always buying from Aliexpress. So, yeah. I mean, personally, like I would buy a lot from sales. I would do things, buy and sell things on Carousel, which is a secondhand platform, consign things and buy things from the Fifth Collection, yeah. Style Tribute. I mean, it's so intricate, right? And yeah. it's like not as straightforward as, you know, yeah. we like to think. Yeah, and I, I think that as like when we're looking at people who, like, let's say, study fashion history and like, um, how fashion has been consumed it's, it does seem it's a lot more complex now and that all these little practices and these platforms they are they are also worthy of like being explored and studied and like you know looked at um, yeah. in a, and immortalized in yeah. history and it shouldn't be a secret shame <laughs> you can buy on Taobao and AliExpress it's fine yeah it's fine mainly because I do it too. <laughs> okay, so on that note, uh, thank you so much for listening. And um, if you like what you listen to, please subscribe to us on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud at In The Vitrine. And do follow us at In The Vitrine on Instagram. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.